this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to live, so every week, I play a game with one guest or team of guests who are guaranteed to win because they're the only contestants. As we play a game, I assign them points based on how much their answers to my questions cheer me up specifically, and at the end, the winner or winners receive a $100 donation to the charity or cause of their choice. Then, each of us gives a pep talk to cheer up a person or a group of our choice uh, out there somewhere in the world that might need it this week, because this isn't all about me, it's just mostly about me. Today's guests are hilarious comedians, performers, writers. Together, they are the authors of the book, Look, I Bought Plants and Other Poems About Life and Stuff. One guest just had their film, as of yet, premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival. Our other guest is on Billions season five and was in the Vertigo's movie. Welcome to the show, Taylor Garen and Ava Victor. Thank you for being here. Yay, hey, I'm so happy. I know, I'm really excited to be here, Josh. Thank you for having us. I'm so happy that you both are here. Someday I'll figure out how to write an intro for two guests when it's not exactly the same intro. I'm still like, uh, okay, this one does this thing, this thing. I'm like, uh, I've got like a sentence diagram on my on my laptop. Really? No, not That's quite. A, okay, okay. <laughs> I do but love it, a linguistics. I did pretty well in linguistics in college, not to brag. So I, did you? I respect the sentence. Wow. What is one thing you think people should know about linguistics? Okay, my favorite thing about linguistics, a question before I go into it, am I allowed to say a curse word? Oh, yeah. Okay. You so better. My, you, have my to, personal, you have to say a curse you, word. <laughs> My personal favorite uh, thing that I learned about linguistics, one was that coming from a very white place, Massachusetts, shout Mm -hmm. out, Josh, um, was that (laughs) African-American vernacular English, a.k.a. Ebonics, a.k.a. you know, slang or whatever you want to call it, is a legitimate and studied dialect, which is very, very cool. And so when you hear Black youths speak, or Black anyone speaking in a particular (laughs) way, and then code switching to another way, they're speaking two different languages. So I'm bilingual, which is very cool. That Um, is really cool. Right? It's fully, it's and people look down on it, and I'm like, okay, well, do you speak another language? Let's talk Mm -hmm. about it. Um, But also, (laughs) My favorite lesson that I ever had in my in that linguistics class was there is a very specific rule to where you place uh, a swear when you're putting a swear into a word. For example, absolutely, mm-hmm. you <gasps> wouldn't say absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, uh, absolutely. Absolutely fuckingly is very funny. Absolutely fuckingly, right? So it's, and there's like a rule, and I don't remember what the rule is, but it's like not anything we really learn. It's just something that English speakers pick up on. It's like intuitive. Yeah, we just like know. Oh Um, my God. Isn't that wild? That's insane. All this talk about language and its specifics is a perfect introduction to our game. Our game this week is called Poem is Where the Art Is. Your new book, Ava and Taylor, is full of funny and often poignant poems. Poetry, of course, can be a source of beauty and comfort during difficult times. So today's game will challenge you to describe or create just to kind of get in the the vicinity of the most beautiful poem possible. It doesn't have to be a poem about physical beauty, but it it could also cover philosophical beauty or even a mundane subject that, through carefully crafted language and reflection, becomes beautiful. But you know that. You're the poets. Yeah, we definitely know that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is, I'm, excuse me for, for bard explaining to you. <laughs> we, we forgive you. Sorry, keep going. Th- no, thank you. No, that's, I need to make more space for my guests. As always, I will judge your answers based on accuracy, creativity, and how much they delight me personally. 
Taylor and Ava, are you ready to play Poem is Where the Art Is? I'm so ready. Born I like, ready. No, I'm actually like, not born ready, but ready now. Yeah, but it would prepared, be so weird if you were born <laughs> just like, yeah, I'll play your game like day one of being a baby. Yeah, <laughs> like I have other things to figure out first. Yeah, yeah no, but right? I'm ready like, now. Like African-American yeah. vernacular English and like, you know. African-American vernacular English, how to eat solid foods and then how to play 100. this game. For sure, for sure. <laughs> a potty train if you feel like it. First question, just easing into the game, what is the most beautiful form of poetry? What's your favorite kind of poem? I feel like it's really cool when a poet um, doesn't rhyme. So that is my contribution here is I think that that is huge and it sounds more like a song if you're rhyming and I think you make sacrifices to what you mean if you're rhyming and also it's hard. And you have to go on like a website for rhyming, and you feel like a hack. So I think our, sh- I think maybe no rhymes is that a form? Sure, yeah, one hundred percent. Do you mean like sonnet? Because I, I mean, don't know anything besides sonnet. That's okay. I think you got okay. you. Your answer is perfect. No rhymes. Okay. I think that no is rhymes. like a a wonderful kind of poetry. And I agree with you about when you look for words that rhyme, you feel like a hack. You're like, oh, I'll just go on like rhyming dictionary. Dot hack or whatever. But right. it's like, there's only so many words that rhyme. And you're putting boundaries on yourself immediately. You're putting like, you're yep. putting, you know, like like confines on your poetry. And that just yeah. doesn't seem very poetic. Right. No. You, like, it's like, do you not trust yourself enough to have a word that doesn't rhyme and mean something and it's still beautiful? Interesting. Right. Oh, you need it to be heart and start. Okay, all right. Like yeah. grow up. It's like grow up, kind of. Grow Do you know up. what I mean? Yeah, grow up. I think Andy War Andy Warhol once said that art is what you can get away with, um, mm-hmm. and I think that poetry is you doing whatever the fuck you want. And that's my quote. <laughs> and if people want to put uh, that on a t-shirt or whatever, um, whatever fuck ver you want. <laughs> what, what, whatever fucking ver you want. <laughs> hey, fuckler, gare, fuckler, ring, ring. No. I'm just going to say fucking Ava. Like, it's actually going before that's any of them. Cool. <laughs> that one actually Ava. sounds kind of right. This answer, just no rules, no rhymes. This is a... a just a, a breathtaking, form-defying answer. And I think it's worth it's worth pi point, 3.141, a non-terminating decimal. And I was gonna say pi is very much that vibe. Yeah. Where it's like, it's like, it's a number. It's a number yeah. for sure, yeah. but like, do I have to end? That's no. my decision. Yeah, most numbers stop. I don't make sense for everyone. Like, I don't mm-hmm. rhyme. I'm not four, I'm not eight, I'm not you know, 11, yep. done, it's, I'm I'm not even three point. I'm not even yeah. 3.15. Like, I am existing mm. purely for myself, and mm. that is um, kind of the essence of life, you know? And my story never ends. Story never Precisely. ends. You can't put pie in a box. This is worth pie points. Definitely <sighs> not. Mm. Incredible answers. Next question. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you so much. That's nice. <laughs> For the most beautiful poem imaginable, what mm. should the topic be? That's the next question. I actually, I have a Basquiat quote. Okay. That I think might apply here. Art is what you can get away <laughs> with. <laughs> Wait, how did you know that was the quote? <laughs> That's so wild. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, Basquiat, Jean, Jean-Michel Basquiat once said, art is what you can get away with. Um, and so I kind of think of that when I'm thinking of topics of, of poetry. But I think that 
and I'm not, I'm a little biased, right? I'm not saying this simply because I have a personal kind of connection to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do think that poems about plants are incredibly, it's like, it's a lot, it's good. There's okay. a lot to say about plants. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there are a lot of different kinds of plants. I don't know sure. if you guys know this, but there's plants to look at that are flowers, plants mm-hmm. to look at that are just leaves, and there's uh-huh. food that yeah. goes into the ground. There's plants you can eat. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> I know that. Wait, hold on. I, I, I had heard of them, but I think now is the time I ask. What's like one plant you can eat? Cucumber. Boom. Off the bat. Oh, oh whoa. I thought that yeah. was just like a very slow animal. <laughs> I'm really oh, sorry. That makes me so happy. Can you imagine? He's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, a human, a friendly, like, what's what's he doing over here? Oh, 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 hey, oh, oh, no. oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, no. That's Australian. My partner's oh, Australian, no. and so it's hard for me to say no in any other way. Oh. At this point. That's really cool. Okay, so it's about plants. Yeah. So The poems are about plants. Yeah, this poem, so the most beautiful poem would be about a plant. Is there a specific plant that that would inspire, like, just the apex in poetic beauty? Hmm. You know I feel like you would know the answer to this. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. (laughs) As an expert, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Something interesting happened in my brain where I immediately thought, well— a Venus flytrap is the most obviously psycho plant because it mm-hmm. actually might not be a plant. And then I thought hedgehog, which looks like it could be a type of plant, but it's not a plant, it's an animal. Yep. So now I'm thinking maybe like a flower. <laughs> Why don't we do this? Why don't we split the difference and we make it about a pitcher plant? Because those oh, are yeah. less com- less, yes. lesser known. What's that? It's, oh a, it's another carnivorous plant. Yep. And it's shaped like a pitcher. And instead of like Venus flytraps where they like kind of close on like their teeth kind of. Oh my on, god, over it looks fly. like a vagina. <laughs> yeah, let's do this one. The I think plant. that the best plants, the best plants look like vaginas. That's just my yeah. that's just my opinion. You George O'Keefe thought that? Said. Yeah. <laughs> George O'Keefe. George O'Keefe actually art, has a quote. Art um, is the vaginas you can get away with. You can with get away painting. with. <laughs> 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 um, um, yeah, a pitcher plant. It's for people listening. It, it's it, yeah, it's very vaginal, and it's just like <laughs> a, a bug will like check. Like, Ooh, let's check out what's in here, and then they just go in and and the, they can't climb back up the walls of the plant. It's literally like a sweet scented nectar in the center of this, and bugs are attracted to it, and so they like fly into it, and then they can't escape, and it pulls them to their to their fate. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of Yannick. Ah, like every- <laughs> speaking of Yannick. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you said yawning. I was like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that too. They kind of look like they're yawning. Speaking of Yanni. <laughs> <laughs> I also like, I'll say also they are pretty tall, which is something that as an artist I can relate to. That's a great point, And this is a great answer. That answer is worth 602 points for like a large amount of insects that I imagine a pitcher plant eats during its lifetime. Sure. That, that's appropriate to me. Next question. So we know we, we've got this poem and we know it's going to be about a pitcher plant. What should the title of it be for maximum breathtaking beauty? So I was thinking because like it's a pitcher plant, you know, and it's it's literally filled mm. with this liquid, and the, yeah. the 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 bugs that are falling into it, they're like, whoa, I could use some of this liquid, like I'm thirsty. So I was thinking thirst, yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? So if there's a way that we can combine the word trap with the word thirst. With the word Mm. thirst. I don't even, what would it, I just don't even. Trap thirst. Trap fucking thirst. (laughs) Trap fucking thirst. thirst. Trap thirst. Trap the thirst. Trap the thirst. That's beautiful. (laughs) Sounds like a name, like trip the first. Ooh, trap the thirst, um, parentheses, trip the first. Trap the thirst, yeah, yeah. I feel like you get wow. away with a little bit more when you use the parentheses, you get like an extra Absolutely. few words. And as Absolutely. we all know, Pablo Picasso once said, art is what you can get away with. Where are you getting these quotes from? Art is from? when the nose like, is over you? there instead. I'm on artquote.com. Oh, you we're both, okay, we're both on the same website. I just wanted to make Wait, sure yeah. if there was, if there was yeah, a better yeah, yeah. if there was a better reference site that I could be using. For this quote. I was asking, but yeah. Trap the thirst, parentheses, mm-hmm. trip the first. Precisely, yes. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's, the poem. That's the whole poem. I think that's longer than that's every the poem whole in the book. <laughs> for sure. I think that's a great title for the poem. It's evocative. Cool. It's lyrical. I think I think that's perfect. This answer is worth 289 points. Oh, that sounds good. Can you, is there any explanation behind that? Or was that just what the judges said? What happened to the like last 11? Well, you think it should be 300 points. I don't know. I like a round number, but it's also, uh, actually. um, Oh God. No, there's, I'm trying to think of the artist who said this. (laughs) um, Wait, Josh, was this you? I think you maybe tweeted this a couple weeks ago. But you were like, Points on Make My Day podcast are what I can get away with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's 299 points. But for remembering that quote, uh, which I'm very flattered by, that's an extra 11 points. That's 300 points. I'm a listener and a fan. (laughs) Oh, my God. Awesome. Now I can go to sleep and not have to freak out about 289 not being 300. (laughs) Listen, if if you're up thinking about it, let me know. I'll hit you up. Um, I got some unintentional ASMR I can hook you up with. Yeah, just like a guy guy painting or like someone walking on sawdust, (laughs) shuffling (laughs) through sawdust. There's a nun who had her own show on EWN Network in like the 1990s, and hers Mm -hmm. is super, super triggering for me too, but I'm having to like guard my brain from becoming, from being influenced to being like incredibly uh, religious or maybe becoming a nun. (laughs) Oh my God. You know what? The nun outfit, I think, is um, the habit, if you will, yeah. mm-hmm. is the only thing that I think would make me feel happy in my gender identity. If I could wear that every day, I could finally be free <laughs> from all the like things I feel and the rules I am afraid of that I follow. 100%. They also, they get some fun ones, too. Like, sometimes the hat is, like, flipped. It's like a, oh, yeah, I don't like, like that. That's oh, okay. too girly. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> totally Ava, that. so you, you're... I don't mean to sound like I'm making fun, but like the ideal visual representation of your gender presentation outwardly is is a nun's habit. Yes, with no stigma. <laughs> no, right, right, right. You don't want to be a nun. You just want to wear no. it like this is how I like to look. This is how yes. I feel in my body. I feel the best in my body, but this isn't a religious thing. Yes, it, it's and just I would, a coincidence. I would want a little bit of my hair showing. Okay, yeah, just, just like in one the front curl. here, like to one just curl. show. <laughs> That it's there, and then you I'll be, be like, I don't. Do you think nuns ever like? Should I get bangs? <laughs> <laughs> Are they allowed to have bangs? Is that, oh my god! Every nun holy? takes off their thing and they unclip their little bangs, <laughs> and they, <laughs> they have like Zoe Deschanel bangs. <laughs> <laughs> Next question: How does this poem look on the page? How is it laid out? 
Is it a, a, like a lot of lines, like dense on the page? Is it a few words kind of spread out? What, what are we seeing? What's the visual presentation? We could do one of those poems that looks like it's falling into the pitcher plant. Mm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a sentence and then it falls at the end into the plant or something. Yeah, and we like hand draw the pitcher plant at the bottom. Yeah, with yep. our little And maybe like the pitcher plant oh, is made of words too. Whoa. Or the, the, yeah. the bottom half of the poem is we shape it specifically so that it's shaped like a pitcher plant. So the top half yeah, is falling that's what into I'm talking the bottom. About. That's sick. And yeah. the bottom is shaped like a pitcher plant. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that. This is fun. This is very and good. It's, and the words that make up the pitcher plant are so small, you have to use a magnifying glass to see them. Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Do you Thank think you. the first person who ever wrote a poem that looked like a thing, like if the poem was about <laughs> rain and the words like were kind of like falling like raindrops and then there was like words that made up the ground, do you think that poet's friends saw that and were like, you magnificent bastard. Yes, they <laughs> what said. What have you done? You better get a patent on this because you yeah. are going to be a mil- you're going to be a millionaire the likes that only uh, YouTube ASMR internet sensations have seen. <laughs> I feel like all the stuff that like we, you know, that kind of feels hacked now, right? Someone or or ha- or like, oh, this is like a trope. Someone did it for the first time and all their poet friends probably reacted like our like it was like the end of a rap battle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Like hyping them up. They like lifted them up in a chair. (laughs) We've decided this poem is going to look like a pitcher plant and like bugs and water coming into the pitcher. Mm -hmm. It's genius. This answer is worth 400 points for the number of characters in this short but visually stunning and powerful poem. Final question What is the last line of the poem? What if we do that thing where it's like we like I say a word and then you say the next word and we try oh, yeah, to make like, like improv, yeah, yeah. like yes. acting school. Yes, one hundred. Okay, so you two, you two will do it back and forth. Okay, and then we'll figure out when it ends. I think this is this is going to be an incredible conclusion to the okay, poem. Okay, I can't wait. All right, Ava, do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Goodbye, pitcher, and bugs, and plants. Say goodbye <laughs> to. That's beautiful. Oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. Nope, still going. No, no that's okay. It's not over I, yet. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Nope. I didn't realize that we were still doing poetry. This is kind we of like our poem. process. It's kind of like our yeah, process. Yeah. This yeah. Is how no, we I work. understand. Sorry. I jumped in too fast. Mind, yeah, yeah. Is this how you wrote the book? <laughs> yeah. This might be too. This might be too. Yeah. It took us twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> this is like. This sounds like if um if the Beastie Boys were sloths. Wait. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> thank you, first of all. And second of all, <laughs> um, what if we just took out my two and ended it where you thought it ended? Because that's actually helpful to have a, to have someone as a witness end it. Do you know what I'm going to say? Sure. I think that we should end it after the two. Oh, oh that's good. That's and maybe like, a, maybe like okay. a dash as if they're cut off. And then— Oh, right, they yeah, die. They fell so into they the picture. sentence. Yeah. Okay, so the so sentence is, oh goodbye, picture— and plants and, and, bugs. and bugs. Yep. Say goodbye to. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, you know, that's can really I say beautiful. Just sort of behind the scenes of what happened in my head was when I said say, I thought for some reason I thought you were in my head and we're gonna be like la vie. So that's oh. what I was thinking. But it was so beautiful that say actually means something else. Yeah. Like But you know in, what? In I want English. us to write it in the French way. Because so it's going to say, 
It's going to be say goodbye to, but <laughs> C apostrophe E-S-T. It goodbye is goodbye to. to. It is you know goodbye. That is, yeah. that is so beautiful. And I think that that sentence is awesome. And let me say why, which is that so many things people go through the filter of their minds first, of mm-hmm. their like logical brains. And we really came from a place of intuition and mm-hmm. it's important. And I think it really mirrors like the mm-hmm. idea that the last thing you see before you go is like, images of different parts of your life and it's a little bit more of like a montage and it's a little it's like little like collages and scrambles and I think it really speaks to that idea and this is actually how we built ourselves up after we wrote each poem we would tell each other sort of what the meaning was of each one but don't you think that is kind of true it's true and it's profound and it's beautiful and you're right and you should say it yeah say goodbye too and this is perfect say goodbye too say this is an well it is like it's meant to be spoken like say goodbye to exactly it's cut off yeah yeah like cut off okay okay and then then they're taken by the regular size death because in french the petite death the the small means something different that's asmr that's very asmr she's like i i just died a little say goodbye to ASMR oh, no. is I just not died. about it. <laughs> um, incredible, incredible conclusion to this poem. Uh, this is just beautiful, stunning. This final answer is worth 425 points. Wow. That's a yeah. good number. No, that's yeah. a really nice, I, I like that. that. Yeah, I'm thrilled. Okay. Good. That, that brings us to the end of our game of Poem is Where the Art Is. Your final score, Ava and Taylor, is 1,730.141, etc. points. That is the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. Ava and Taylor, how do you feel? Yeah! Oh my god! I can't believe I we did it. I have never won anything. I cannot relate. I won a basketball hoop at Stop and Shop one time when I was eight years old. But <laughs> this is the second greatest thing that I've ever won. I'm so thrilled. Thank you so much. That really means a lot. And somehow, even though... It's just a number. It means so much more. I'm glad. That makes sense. No, it's 100%. Beautiful. Thank you. That was like yeah. a poem. Thank you. Ava kind of just speaks in poetry. Thank you, too. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, I see what you did. <laughs> As this week's grand prize winners, you have each won a $100 contribution to the cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? I think we're both going to donate our $100 to the Black Trans Advocacy Coalition. That's great. Yeah, they're a nonprofit in the South. A wonderful choice. I'll make that information available to listeners in the show notes and on the show's social media. And now it's time for the show's final segment, the pep talks. We will each give a pep talk to a person or group that we think deserves it or needs it this week. I'm going to start. My pep talk is for teenage poets. There is a near mortal lock chance that everything you're currently writing will be humiliating to look at or even think about within five years. Whether your poetry is full of steampunk adjacent affected maladies or like stark modern confessional imagery like I saw the TikTok you made with her and I knew our time was up. You're going to look back on it and get vaguely or acutely queasy soon. But that's no reason not to write it. In fact, it's all the more reason to craft your thoughts into poems, because the only way not to be embarrassed by the stuff you did in the past is not to have done anything, which is ridiculous. You've got 
do do it. Do things. It's inevitable to look back and wince at your past self like you're staring into the sun, but the sun is beaming down visions of terrible haircuts and jeans with weird tailoring and questionable music choices. But the point of learning to make art isn't to do the best work of your life now. It's to practice being creative and process your big ideas and big feelings. It's like having braces, but for your emotions and means of expression. And that's true whether you're a teenager or an adult. Do stuff that you'll be embarrassed of later. That's how you know you've grown. That and because you no longer cry listening to emotionally overwhelming songs in your high school's parking lot. You do your crying in the parking lot of Trader Joe's. It's weird to hang out at the high school when you're an adult. Taylor and Ava, the floor is yours for pep talks. Oh my God, wait, can I just say right before that that was beautiful and can you send it to me? That actually, uh, yeah, I, I felt that in a lot of ways. I feel like I'm that reparented my inner child in a, exactly. in a huge way. I was no. just about to say, Truly. like, all my shadow work out the window. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> we graduated therapy because Josh just gave that pep talk. Hey, to happy to help. Um, happy to help. I have a pep talk for the curators of unintentional ASMR on YouTube, specifically the ones that tag um, their unintentional ASMR as unintentional so that it's very easy for me to find um, in the middle of the night. What you do is so valid and what you do is so appreciated. And I know that it can feel like you are on the outskirts, that you are on the fringes because you're not sitting at home with a $250 professional mic with uh, a windscreen, making ASMR in the way that society wants you to make ASMR content, uh, with your acrylic nails on a, a snare drum, or whispering into a hairbrush, or, you know, not doing anything sexual, obviously. But I just want you to know that there are people out there who see what you're doing and you help them through kind of everyday things, a panic attack on the subway, um, another panic attack on the subway, um, insomnia in the middle of the night when you're trying to, you know, go back to sleep and your partner is sleeping the sleep of the unoppressed next to you. Um, I just want you to know that you're seen and you're felt and I appreciate you, I hear you, and I, I, I love you. I'm just going to say it, I love you. Thank you for being you. That's beautiful. That was What a great awesome. pep talk, Taylor. Yeah. Thank you. Ava, it, it's it's your turn. Bring us home. I guess my pep talk is for artists or things that not only are the things they are, but also look like vaginas. As someone who was really scared about saying or even admitting to myself that I was queer growing up, I really did go to a Georgia O'Keeffe exhibit when I was a kid and thought, oh my God, I'm so nervous that all I see is a sexual organ because that must be just something that I see. But I think what I'm trying to say is thank you to Georgia O'Keeffe because I think that fear was just actually the fear of seeing something I recognized as good and beautiful that I didn't know was good and beautiful and that I felt a lot of shame around. And it's important that certain things that you see in everyday life look like vaginas so that you never <laughs> can hide from who you are and so that at some point you say, I think Georgia O'Keeffe's paintings look like vaginas and everyone says, duh, we fucking knew that. And then you don't feel so lonely 
and then you can be queer as an adult. Um, can I start over? <laughs> I think that was so good. I honestly thought that was really good. Okay, good. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Okay, That's good. incredible. Great pep talks, incredible gameplay. Thank you to this week's champions, Taylor Garen and Ava Victor. Taylor and Ava, where can people find you and your work? Um, I'm on uh, Twitter. You can see some of my best work on Twitter at, at Taylor Garen. Also on Instagram, less good work, but lots of selfies. Same, same uh, at. Um, I've written for Reductress and The Onion. I'm all over there. Um, and just had a film premiere at Tribeca. We're trying to sell it. So if that happens, uh, just pay attention to the social media feeds and you guys can see it too. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm online sometimes. I'm trying to divorce from my phone, but it's hard. I am in Taylor's film, which was an honor, and it is out, and you should watch it. And yeah, you can watch Billions when it comes out. I don't know when that will be, but it will be exciting. And I go to the donut place on my street a lot, so we can also meet there. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, if you are listening and you want to write a poem that conforms to the guidelines of the poem we described, please feel free. Tweet it at me, tweet it at the show at Make My Day Pod. I'll also make the information for the Black Trans Advocacy Coalition available for everyone to donate if, if they're moved to. And that's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, recorded and edited by Kat Iosa, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. A five-star review really helps. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. 